T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. From the WEEI Studios, the home of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This hour of Fitzy and Hart is brought to you by Shaw's. Shaw's, the official supermarket of the Red Sox Network. One can't help but be positive. And Newton! The other can't help but be negative. Bleep you, you bleeping bleepity bleep. The only thing they seem to agree on is that they can barely agree on anything. Blah, blah, blah. I'm Andy Hart. Uh, I'm not happy yeah. about this. It's sports radio for the passionate fan. What's up, Nick? And grumpy dad in all of us. That is just so stupid. Fitzy and Hart. Yes, I've been listening, Andy. On Boston Sports Original. I like the way Andy Hart does it. Might have Nick just take over. W-E-E-I. From Boston Sports Original, 93.7 FM, WEEI and WEEI.com, all across the great region of New England, where the finest sports fans in the world inhabit. This is the 15 Heart Radio Program, coming to you today from 1 to 3 p.m., and then we will take you here on WEEI to coverage of the Game of the Year. Is it? If you actually had this as the game of the year, then God bless you and give me the name of your sports book or your odds maker because you, sir, might help me win Powerball tonight. That's right. It'll be number three, Georgia, against number one, Tennessee. The dogs going up against good old Rocky Top at 3.30 today. You can get in touch with us at any time if you would like to weigh in on, oh, let's say the most boring football story and the most controversial hockey topic I can remember in this lifetime at 617-779-7937. That's the telephone number. When you call up, you say, good afternoon, Stanley, a.k.a. Stiz Grimey, our producer extraordinaire. I would like to speak with Andy and or Fitzy. The text line is 37937. And, of course, the socials, you know them, at WEEI at Fitzy GFY, and at Jumbo Hart. Andy, here I was expecting to make merry way into the studio today on a summer-like November day. Yeah. All is pretty and bright in Boston. Thinking I would be outside normally like one and many, probably mowing the lawn, shirtless, Ew. outside... What are we outside. doing? Come on. What are you, you talking hairy about? hairy-chested bastard. I drove in. Not a single jogger through Brighton, Cambridge, and wherever else was wearing a shirt today. Yeah, but they probably look good. It's What are you talking about? We you. look just fine. What are you talking about? Well, I don't. I, today's the day. All right, let's a little not, pudge down below. That's fine. Whatever. A little pooch. Today's the day to let your, let your, let let your dad. Let the pooch out. Let the dad bod or the freak flag fly if you want to. You could be uh, raking leaves, breaking a sweat. Hell, you'd probably be on the boat. I might even make merry way down to the beach. It's that nice outside. So enjoy several days of great weather to come tomorrow at Gillette. Looks beautiful. Uh, Record-setting, potentially. The game may not be record-setting, but the environment may be. And here I was thinking we'd be talking about, woe be the days of Ellinger versus Jones, how far we've fallen from Brady versus Manning, one of the greatest rivalries in the history of the National Football League and all American sports. Hell, I'd even hearken back for the Patriots putting a a whooping on Andrew Luck with all the trumped-up charges of the original fake news of football, Deflategate. Because there was juice, there was lightning, there was energy, there was controversy, if you will. But now instead, here we are, in said studio, on said beautiful day, before tomorrow's potentially boring football game, talking about the number one team in town, the hottest team in the greatest sports city in America, in their league, maybe the hottest team in all national sports, save maybe for 
the Astros should they win the World Series tonight. <clears throat> Go Phillies. The Boston Bruins making one of the most head-scratching, embarrassing, emotionally, public relations-oriented, blind, idiotic, deaf, tone-deaf, stupid things I have ever seen a team doing as well as they're doing do. I am, and this will probably come across as the easy take, this, some may even say, like, oh, good, just what I wanted. Some nice early sunshine-filled afternoon virtue signaling. Nope. I am embarrassed. I'm galled by what the Bruins did. It's borderline shameful to go in with such a good record, building up all of the amnesty that they're doing amongst their, as I heard you saying earlier, passionate, informed, energetic, yep. diehard, loyal fan base. And do something that flies in the face of just decency and qualified humanity. Bringing in, I don't care how talented this prospect is, how what kind of developmental project he could be. A, a human being capable of doing what he did to another human being. With all due respect to the idea that, yes, I disagree with Fitzgerald, there is a second act in the American life, and we all do deserve a second chance. Reclamation projects, we might all be someday. My God, what were the Bruins thinking? What were the Bruins thinking? Signing some, as good as you are, it's Krejci's last run. It's Bergie's last run. We got to do it. Hey, guys, we're doing so well. You know what? We'll have a nice little fry. We'll grab this guy, sign him on a Friday. Nobody will even notice. And then we'll just sort of tuck him away for a while in Providence. And we'll we'll work on him. And we'll tell him he'll do the apology tour. You know, we'll do it on across all the socials. Maybe we'll book him on a few talk shows. Or we'll keep him away from everybody. And we'll figure things out. Because, hey, he's a good kid. Hey, maybe we can even call up um, uh, Jimmy Haslam. He's He was great. Hey, you know, let's talk about the fact this is a 26-year-old quarter, uh, young man who's a good quarterback. Hey, let's talk about the fact this is a young man in his 20s who's really good at hockey. Uh, yeah, he did something that I think most human beings with their heads screwed on straight would view as unconscionable. And now he gets a chance to play in one of the premier athletic leagues in the world? Uh, maybe not. Commissioner Bettman has spoken, and he says, yeah, yeah, he's not really eligible to play in the National Hockey League just yet. So Good. he may be stuck where he is uh, if he even remains with the Bruins beyond today, tomorrow, Monday, which I think is very much in doubt. But the first question I would ask you, since I'm bridging the gap here, I'm... Uh, I was Andy in one show. I'm Jumbo in this show, or Hart in this show. Uh, yeah, my, right, right now, right now, the Nick is is spewing through the Fitzy, but that's okay. No big deal. What was worse, what Mitchell Miller did, or what he didn't do after what he did? And and what I mean by that, you know, we, the the cliche, the cover up is worse than the so, crime. Yeah. So was it the execution of the crime or act, or was it the lack of contrition? Shown there anything, any attempt to be better, as the cliche goes, or you know, do the right thing, rehab yourself, become, learn from your mistake, fall on your sword and cry like the other kid did who bullied Isaiah. I we're both we're both parents. Sometimes our kids like I stop my kids from even doing things like stepping on ants or whatever, you know, like because I just want to remind them like this is life. Like I, I get it. Like we all do stupid little things. Yeah, yeah. It's never been like throwing rocks at pigeons or like I heard you mention earlier. You know, like uh, you see a kid like snapping, you know, necks on birds or squirrels or something. And you're like, go, boy, you grab we your kid. And you walk away quickly. Yeah, yeah, you're like, I don't feel like playing in this park any longer. Right. This is upsetting. Those are telltale signs of a deeper resonant problem. But someone who is capable of doing what he did for as long as he did, a rot comes from the top. Like you got to learn it someplace. You oh, can absolutely. Be born a little twisted. Evil could be genetic. I get it. But everything that went into the stew of evil that this kid perpetrated? There was nature and nurture Oh, here. a whole Both. lot of it as well. Like, I think he's wired. Again, this is why I've said one of the first things I would have done, if you were truly doing your due diligence, Don Sweeney, and really beyond calling the commissioner, checking in at a league level, would be have a doctor talk to this guy. Have somebody run some sort of personality test, psych test. Uh, like, yeah, like is this guy a series of neurological right. batteries. Or is he wired wrong? Like, is there some deep-rooted flaws here beyond all the other stuff? They clearly didn't do that. They basically 
seemingly did nothing other than send the community relations team out to talk to him for a few days and tell him to, uh, hey, why don't you reach out to him on IG and say it's not about hockey and you'd like to apologize for what you did. Like, they did nothing except make, arguably, I'm going to be overdramatic here, it's what we do on the radio. One of the worst decisions maybe ever in the history of Boston sports. Uh, a thousand. Like, I don't know thousand, what is the two or three or four, but. A thousand and ten percent. This wasn't like, oh, yeah, well, uh, you know, the Patriots have always been, it doesn't surprise me that Aaron Hernandez did what he did because, you know, like, that organization is dysfunctional. Like, nobody knew. That was one of the greatest dupe jobs in history. That's why it almost seemed scripted what Aaron Hernandez, like, there were some warning signs. But- sure. But not to not to the degree of committing a double homicide and then another right. homicide as well. And it wasn't as um, readily Googleable. Right. Like all you had to do if you're Don Sweeney is really Google, go to Arizona Republic, some of the links, the Wikipedia page, and you have all the information. Do a little deeper dive and get some social media stuff. I don't know. People say I'm being unfair, but look at his sister's Instagram photo, mm-hmm. and it's her and him, and there's. I don't, doesn't look like the kid that's trying to completely rehab. Like, fake it till you make it, right. is what I would say. If Mitchell Miller had even faked it till he made it back, till he was a redemption story, till he was worthy of investment, this might be a different story. He didn't even try. He did nothing other than, hey, I'm going to go play well in the USHL and sure. dominate some younger kids and be defenseman of the year. Other than that, what did he do? If anything, if you do a little deeper dive, you see that there's actually reports and accusations that his family continued to sort of bully from afar, Isaiah's family and Isaiah's parents. And this just was an ongoing issue. And now you brought this into your team, your organization. We have Nick Felino today basically saying, we don't want him. We don't want him here. None of us want him here. Hey, this goes what? against everything we are. Breaking news. Best uh, top-selling Bruins jersey, Nick Foligno. Yeah, I can tell you what it won't be. Mitchell yeah, Miller. Mitchell Miller. <laughs> Except for the that one a-hole in the crowd that wants to have the controversial oh, sure. sweater. Like, oh, everybody's going to be well, a talking a couple, piece. I mean, there's a couple of them. Like, the, 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 what I used to think was the greatest tailgating lot in all of NFL America, the Muni lot in Cleveland, has now been soiled and fouled by... The Deshaun Watson defenders with the fake massage tables and the blank them hose T-shirts, like it's like it's awful. Did you they appreciate br- how the the Bruins Ruined. asked the Browns to hold their beer while they did a dumber thing? Because you can hate my what I'm about to say, but it's true. There's a reason to bring Deshaun Watson to your team. He's an MVP caliber quarterback, proven in the NFL right now. Like, there is a payoff, and you are a downtrodden organization that has been trying for multiple decades to find a quarterback and get some respect in the National Football League. I'm in sorry. 2020, I said it Deshaun happens. Watson was the second best. The way he was playing in that oh. year that they went 4-12, and 12, I said he was the second best quarterback in the NFL. when he bitch slapped your Patriots? Uh, yes, well, they threw for 350 yards that day, so. Well, yeah, it didn't matter. Oh, but J.J. Watt, he also yeah. batted he a couple actually, passes. He actually kind of picked them He's apart J. J. with oh my God. tight ends. His accuracy that day was unbelievable. Unbe- unbe- unbelievable. But. We live it. in a we'll, world yeah. where we know talent trumps all. Unfortunately, like we, guys, there's a, we all have we all do like a lot of little uh, emotional gerrymandering, moving things over into oh, rationalization. Places and rationalization. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have a lot of different carpets and compartments we can sweep things under 100%. and put them in for a while. Because hey, for the love of touchdown game, sport, and duck Money, boat parades, whatever. This is something like the Bruins have, in my estimation, just one diehard, ardent sports fan who happens to be in the. Uh, the back nine of his 40s in this life with a couple of kids who had, actually has a heart and soul and desperately needs a haircut. I was wrong. I grew it for a Halloween costume, and I just forgot to get it cut this Looks week. Looks ridiculous. Yo, you'll forgive. Do you have the top uh, down in the car on the way right, in, too? Would you please? Yeah, maybe. It's all I poofy. Did. I didn't, I, it's huge. I get it. All right. Jeez. All right, fine. Let's you not should make do a it about flat the top hair like right now. The, the point I'm being, distracted. the Bruins, the, the, soil, like the soil upon which they celebrate right now, uh, that, that Bruins fans... Are so fired up for this team to be ten and one, white hot. I don't understand how the ice doesn't melt under their skates. They're playing so well right now. In just one day's time, Don Sweeney and everyone else who signed off on this or who didn't step in the way has basically irradiated the ice and the celebrate and like the start of the Bruins season. Like it's just like it's toxic right now. But see, I and, find and that's, it interesting. And that's so Ken and I disagreed on this. Baffling to me because. I said, why would you do this now? This makes no sense, like, disrupting your apple cart that is just rolling right along. And he said, you're emboldened by the success. Like, you can do no wrong. Like, everybody's on your side. And 
I, I would almost bullet, like they're feeling a little bulletproof, bulletproof, if you will. I would think this is a move you make at one in ten. Like, holy crap, we stink. I might as well. What do no, I have to lose? This is we're going for it. This yeah, is a uh, we, this is a we can take going that for smoke. what? Going for the opportunity to make all the players that are playing really well not like the organization, how not you, feel how respected. How dare you? How dare the Bruins put a guy like Patrice Bergeron, who I think anyone, no matter which of the four teams, yeah, fine, I'll throw in the Revolution. The Cannons, anyone, all the college teams in New England, whoever your favorite team happens to be, Holy Cross, fine. The the uh, if you still miss the whale, I don't care. And you roof, watch Chris the Price does. Crying. I don't know if anybody else does, but Chris There's Price definitely does. There's a couple of them out there for sure. How dare they put somebody like Patrice Bergeron, who I think we can all agree is an absolute Boston sports all timer. Mm-hmm. Like he's not on the Mount Rushmore, but he certainly has a monument in the park. He's in a Pretty, like, well-rounded human being. And just a tremendous <laughs> like person. Matthew Slater's there. Yep. Patrice Bergeron's, like, though that class of, of athlete individual. Saw Slate the other night at the Joe Andrews Foundation best. Award. Uh, said to best. his face, I don't care if he got a little embarrassed. I said he's been on the New England Patriots. He's a team captain, and I'm looking forward to going in six years to Canton to celebrate him being in the Hall of Fame. He blushed, and his wife applauded for me. So I was happy about that, as did the entire crowd. I'm such did a Did you sucker, wipe your nose it. off? At, did, excuse me, did, ma'am, could I borrow I got a little something on my That's nose? All right. All right. Now, he was like, man, you need a haircut. I said, I understand, Mr. Slater, I know. <laughs> How dare they do this to Patrice Bergeron? How dare you have to put this man out front to speak about this despicable Did human? they actually use a gun? Was there somebody behind the camera we right. couldn't see Talk about holding like a gun? Kneeling in front of Blink like, twice, Patrice, if you want out. While a VHS camera runs and just like say Awful. you're okay. Oh, Awful. My God. The poor man. Awful. And I know he's trying to be a good teammate, a good Bruin, a good leader. But yes, you have put everybody, and I know Don Sweeney said it wasn't his final decision, so he's at least pointing up to Cam Neely. Today and maybe on Pass the Buck, please welcome our next contestant. Right. He helps run the Boston Bruins, Don Sweeney. And Jim Montgomery's like, I got nothing to do with this. This poor Go guy. Somebody else. He's like, my, wow, I just cleaned up my own life three years ago. Exactly. Now I'm coaching the Bruins. We're 10 and 1. Uh, what? Yeah. The, this, it, it's dumber by the minute. That, that's it's the only way I really keep is. describing it, is dumber by the minute. I, I, I'm kind of laughing out of awkward discomfort right now because I truly can't believe they just basically derailed a, po- a freight train of positivity. So let me give people a little background on the Six Rings postgame show and the Fitzy and Hart program. Every once in a while, one of us says something like, hey, you know what we should do? And blah, 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 blah. And the other one goes, <laughs> that'll get us fired. Let's not do yeah, that. Let's, let's go ahead and do the exact opposite of what you just suggested. Where was that person in this decision-making process over the last 10 days to say, hey, Don, bad idea. Let's move along. 10 and 1. Very simple. You can fire me if I'm wa- if you want, but I'm not a yes man. This is a terrible idea, Don. Let's not do this. And if you happen to be somewhere right now, like I said, out and about, doing yard work, uh, in the car, whatever, pull over safely, of course, or have someone do it for you, a simple, a tertiary Googling of the name Mitchell Miller in Bruins will provide you the backstory of how this young man years ago abused and bullied. And when I say abused, I mean physically abused a young man uh, – God, it makes me sick. Like a handicapped, disabled young man. Oh, yeah. uh, Of racial order. Right. And used words that uh, one would never just use. These aren't words you use by accident. Nope. You have to hear it someplace. You have to learn it. He used other words that maybe some of us used to throw around growing up on the South Shore. Uh, People, no, Andy, you know what I mean. 20, 30, Never 40. Andy. Andy never did. I'm 20. pushing myself Stiz away understands. from the mic. He, Stiz, uh, Stiz navigates Chelsea and Everett very well. He understands. A lot of, like, stupid words were used a long time ago just as adjectives and descriptives to taunt and tease your friends. And then we all kind of collectively learn better. These are things that should never be said, even in with, with context allowed. Again. Sure. And this man used him. And now, of course, a team like the Arizona Coyotes. If you say, hey, Siri... Show me the definition of irrelevance in American sports. A picture of the Arizona, Phoenix, whatever they're called now, Coyotes, would show up. Minor league Coyotes that actually play in the NHL. Yeah, they can't even fill a, a half-sized arena. They couldn't even fill the XL Center, whatever they call the Hartford Civic Center now. They're that bad. And even they were like, yeah, wow, no thanks. This is the case where bad press is not good press. Or where they say any press is good press. No, not this one. Hard disagree. The lines are full. People in the area would like to weigh in on this on both sides of the equation. We're here for you for the first hour of the program. In the second hour, we will try to get you ready for tomorrow's matchup of Ellinger versus Jones. Colts at Patriots 2022. 
That's what we do here on Fitzy and Hart on WEI as well on a beautiful sports Saturday. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. Let's catch up on everything else in the wide world of sports with Trendy Now. Crash and Keith, weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEI. Here's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Your Boston Celtics beat the Bulls 123-119 last night at the TD Garden in what I would describe, Andy, as a very entertaining early season NBA basketball game. Of course. Let's talk basketball. Nope, we're not done. That's not going to sell right now. I am so sorry. We can tell you all day long about how impressive DeMar DeRozan and his 46 points were or how great Jason Tatum looks or how important it was to pick up Malcolm Brogdon this past offseason with his 25 points off the bench. But no. We have to talk about the idiot that was signed by the Bruins. Anyway, the Celtics are back in action tonight as they head to Madison Square Garden, which, funny enough, is round to play the Knickerbockers. Tip-off tonight, is, it is. They call it Madison Square Garden. Andy, look I at know. the overhead shot. It's a circle. I know, and so is a wrestling ring. A squared circle. <laughs> what does it all mean? That game is at 7.30. Should be a good one on what could potentially be a sneaky great sports Saturday night in early November. Oh, yeah. Football, basketball. Yeah, yeah. A lot you going got the on. Bruins. Hockey, yeah. You got the Celtics. You're going to have a top 10 college football game. You got World Series game four. The Mitchell Miller release. Uh, we can all crack a beer and say the Bruins came to their senses. Hopefully, please, dear Chibas. The Bruins, as we mentioned earlier, they're in Toronto to play the Maple Leafs. The puck drop is at 7. The Bruins, as we mentioned earlier, also signed defenseman Mitchell Miller to an entry-level contract. Miller had his draft rights renounced by the Coyotes after he was convicted of bullying as a juvenile. The Patriots are getting ready to host the Colts tomorrow. Kickoff is at 1 p.m. David Andrews and Marcus Cannon, two offensive linemen already ruled out for tomorrow. Damian Harris listed as questionable as he missed the last three practices with an illness. The Colts will be without star running back Jonathan Taylor and now sadly backup quarterback Matt Ryan. Join Gresh, Keith, and Wiggy for the WEI Football Sunday Live from Helix Esports tomorrow in Foxborough from 10 to 1. And then, of course, the Six Rings postgame show. The best postgame show in town with your old pals Fitzy and Hart right here on WEI following the final whistle of Patriots and Colts. In college football, the sad trombones of Boston College lost to the Duke Blue Devils 38-31. to BC is now 2-7 and on the season. And it's a big day in the pros of college. As number three Georgia hosts number one Tennessee at 3.30, you got dogs in Rocky Top. That should be a whale of a game. We got coverage beginning right here at 3 on WEI. And tonight from Death Valley, the greatest tailgate in all of football, LSU hosts number six Alabama. That's at 7 o'clock. And the Astros have a chance to clinch the World Series tonight as they are up three games to two. The series is back at Houston, Minute Maid Park. Zach Wheeler, Nick LaPan, Zach Wheeler, Gets the start for the Phillies opposite Framber Valdez. First pitch for that game is 8.03. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Go Tigers! T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now, we're right back to it. Bitsy and Hart on WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Everybody, please put a thumb in the air. One, two, three, four. 
Fitzy and Hart coming at you here, 1 to 3 p.m. today. Not the full boat because at 3 o'clock today, we will take you to coverage of the biggest game to date in college football this year. Number one, Tennessee. Good old Rocky Top traveling down to Athens, Georgia to take on the number three defending national champion, Georgia Bulldogs. Should be a great game. We hope for a great game. I think the dogs are eight or eight and a half point favorites right now. But could make for... A nice little, uh, if, you, if you're into underdog parlays, maybe, you know, you pull up the old FanDuel, whatever, and you do a little uh, Tennessee, and then actually later on tonight, 7 o'clock, you got LSU, they're 10th in the nation, taking on Alabama, number 6. Alabama's an 8-point favorite as well. Yeah. I don't like uh, but Death Valley is a very, I, yeah, as but much who, as we all might I despise want to root against both Brian of them. Kelly, because Brian Saban. Kelly is such both a fraud. Dinks. Well, someone's going to win. Or they tie. Can't tie in college. <laughs> no, you football. can't tie in college. But that means you'll just keep playing forever. But if it goes to overtime, and let's say, let's say let's say Tennessee either wins, or they lose by a field goal seven, and they're an eight point dog. Oops! Now you win the front end of that parlay. You are rooting like all holy Hades. It doesn't matter for overtime. No, it doesn't matter because I bought my Powerball ticket. Oh yeah, I got to do. That I got one point five bill on the way. Yeah. One point five. What would you do? Oh, by the way, What's the fr- you know what? Because this You're Mitchell Miller story tomorrow. is so disgusting. <laughs> Fine, honestly, tell you what. If I win, I'll pay for you to leave as well. I'll be It'll googling be islands Justin for Turpin, sale Kyrie under Thompson, a billion. Nick LePan on the Six Rings post game. <laughs> Stiz, can you talk Patriots for three hours, just in case I win? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Just in case I win Powerball overnight, I just want everyone to know there's zero chance. Some of you might be celebrating. Rooting for me to win Powerball. You'll never hear my voice on this radio station. One, one point six billion. You walk away with four hundred after taxes. No, no, no. One point six billion. You walk away with over eight hundred million. Th- but that's if that's no, if that's you take the taxes. lump sum. Yes. I, uh, but then that's taxed. I could, I could no. Are you no? Yeah, I looked it up fighting. last night. I'm telling you. Okay. Guess what. I'll still find a way to feed my family with about four guess to five hundred. You're never going to hear from me again either nope. way. So Nick unless, still has his communion money. Don't unless I you. buy the radio station. And I just turn it into whatever. Can the... I have my own show if you do? What would your show be? Me. <laughs> uh, no, I would need a host. Mike Giardi would be my host. Yep. And me. Just you're staring the off. guy you work you work with in the face. And well, saying, you're the owner now. Oh, right. You're saying, well, you wouldn't. Oh, so you wouldn't want the, me to be an owner. No, host. you're management. You're corporate. Oh, God. I want no part of you. Oh, that's it. I'm no one likes management. <laughs> uh, hey, like Ken, to... you still listening? <laughs> Uh, before we get to the calls, uh, I'm sorry, we don't even have room to take you now, but we will momentarily because we'll start getting into these calls because the lines are full with inflamed, enraged, uh, and also a few uh, defensive posture-minded folks uh, that would like to talk about the very hot topic of Mitchell Miller to the Bruins. I would just like to read you this statement from NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman and Andy and audience listening. I would just like you to know that when arguably the most despised commissioner in all of North American sports. It's not actually Roger Goodell. It's Gary Bettman. Roger Goodell gets booed, and he actually has a little fun with it whenever he shows up at the Super Bowl to hand over the VLT or when he steps out onto the stage at the NFL draft. But he's making everyone a lot of money, so I think maybe he's bought a, li- a little forgiveness. Is he he's making still everyone a lot of money? De- I'm yeah. more with Jerry Jones. He, uh, football makes football money. Okay. All right. Well, he's he's in charge, and he's going to get a big old contract. He's doing something right. I'm not defending the guy that helped inflame Deflategate because he screwed up with Spygate, et cetera, at all. We're not going down that wormhole. That's 2 o'clock when we talk football. Gary Bettman, no one likes Gary Bettman, except now I'm going to defend Gary Bettman because he issued a statement just a short while ago Um Quote, what he did, he's speaking, of course, to Mitchell Miller, what Miller did as a 14-year-old is reprehensible, unacceptable, Bettman said. Before the Bruins made the decision to sign him, we were not consulted. Full stop. Editorial note. You've got to be kidding me. The Bruins didn't think to reach out to the NHL and say, hey, so there's this terrible human being that was his, uh, his draft rights were renounced by a really... Um, uh, shall we say, uh, f- shoddy franchise. Meaningless. Um, yeah, kind of an irrelevant team on the other side of the country. Um, we're thinking of signing him. Are you guys on board with that? Is that okay? They didn't even bother. Great job. Excellent. Very believable, though. If you listen to Don Sweeney speak yesterday, it's par for the current course. Okay, editorial note over. Back to quote from Bettman. I happened to talk to Cam Neely since the time that he was signed. He's not coming into the NHL. He's not eligible at this point to come into the NHL. I can't tell you that he'll ever be eligible to come into the NHL. If, in fact, at some point they think they want him to play in the NHL, and I'm not sure that they're anywhere close to that point 
We're going to have to clear him and his eligibility, and it'll be based on all the information we get firsthand at the time. So the answer is they were free to sign him to play somewhere else. That's another league's issue. But nobody should think at this point he is or may ever be NHL eligible, period, full stop, end quote. My God, Gary Bettman had to be the voice of reason and the moral compass on this issue? Ridiculous. Like, it gets worse I'm sorry, Bruins. Every hour. Oh, my God. I love you guys. I, I, I really do. I mean, I'm a Boston sports ultra fan, super fan. The Bruins are not the first team I root for. Obviously, I'm, you know, I'm most clearly and closely associated with the Patriots. But I can't tell you how many times I've gone to the Garden and had a blast in victory and defeat. What fun it was to be on the causeway, the Passion Bruins fan show. I love the fact that they live, eat, breathe, sleep, and love black and gold. My God. To think that any one of them should have to like try to rectify themselves to this or come around on an issue like this, and they have to look to Gary Bettman to be their morality North Star? Ugh. Well, they don't really need to come around because, according to Gary Bettman, he may never be a Boston Bruin. So it was worth it. You know what was worth it? Just taking the uh, spoked bee, dragging it through the mud so that you could have some guy play in Providence because the NHL has not cleared him. But it is very believable they never reached out. Based on the way that press conference went, based on the way this has unfolded over the last 24-plus hours, it is quite believable. Should that make they... for a fun talker at the Winter Classic as well. Yeah, there's a... Uh, Andy Hart. All right, Andy Hart sound by all. One, two, three. Uh, all right, to the phones we go. Tom has been on hold longest. He's in Drake it. He'd like to talk the Mitchell Miller issue. Good afternoon, Tom. Welcome to the show. Hello. Uh, yeah, great show. Great show, guys. I think... After listening to Bettman, that's it. It's all done. He's never, he's never wearing the black and gold. But is he a bad dude, or did he make, make a mistake at 14? I mean, we could go back and forth on that, but I remember Craig McTavish, and I remember how he got a second chance. So where do we draw the line on second chances? I mean, guys getting out of the can every day deserve a second chance, but some of them did some horrendous crap, and that's mm-hmm. why they did. I remember I was at a meeting once, and I heard a guy say, 20 seconds of stupidity gave me 20 years. Right. Does mm-hmm. that guy deserve a second chance? Uh, probably at some point. Yeah. My question would be, does six to eight years of stupidity or beyond stupidity from Mitchell Miller when he terrorized this kid, bullied this kid, this was not 20 seconds. I'm actually open to the 20-second the argument, mm-hmm. like crimes of passion, crimes of idiocy, some, like just momentary lapses in horrific judgment. This was not that. Do not allow them in the Bruins statement calling it an instance, an incident, to to muddy the water that this was over years and years. And then afterwards, he showed no remorse, no contrition to the point where the magistrate in the court charging him with this violation of the Ohio Safe Schools Act wanted that noted, that he showed no remorse afterwards. Let the record That's show different. no remorse has been shown by... yeah. Like, that's how bad this was. And then he has a half-ass apology on Instagram because the Bruins said, you need to apologize. A DM counts as a full act of contrition now? And one in which he said, and by the way, this has nothing to do with my hockey career. The Bruins didn't tell me to do this. I mean, no, no, the Bruins didn't tell me to do this. No, 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 no. Of course not. I don't know that people are fully um, aware of the details. I I would, Mass Live, Matt Vitor has a great column. He has a personal connection to this topic, and I think he does a really good job mapping it out. But this was not a single incident. We keep pointing to the 8th grade 14-year-old mistake in a bathroom. This was repetitive abuse, and on the back side of it, he did nothing to prove that he was sorry for what he did. Uh, my best friend growing up, who I have known for over 30 years, uh, his daughter, unfortunately, has uh, some issues, if you will, and I have uh, had the honor of working with them in the Special Olympics before trying to fundraise to give uh, the likes of her and her friends and people like herself opportunities, fair chances, joy, sport, uh, and the life they so richly deserve. Um, and her favorite team, this girl's favorite team, is the Boston Bruins. She loves nothing more than hockey. I met Tuka Rask at the uh, Dana Farb at the uh, Jimmy Fon Telethon a couple years ago via Greg Hill at Fenway, and I had him just record a 10-second message, and I sent it to her. And she watched it maybe a thousand times. It's like you couldn't imagine the way she lit up like a Christmas tree. And now, like, who who says to her, like, you can't even let someone like that know, like, sorry, uh, we can't let you. We have to take away your favorite thing in the world. We as parents, 
we as mentors and educators, we have to be emotionally preventative now and not let you watch Bergy and Krejci and Pasta and Swayman uh, because uh, the organization signed someone who mocks and abuses people like you. I, it's, it makes me sick. Just, I'm sorry. It makes me sick. I don't care what I sound like. It makes me sick. Stephen Fall River, hello. How are you guys? Uh, you know, we're you know here we are. I want to stop by saying I'm having lunch with my special needs son. He has autism. You heard him yell the other day. Yes, yes, we did. And uh, and thank you, you had Steve, a for gentleman on. Hmm? You had a gentleman. I want to refer to the guy that was in the Special Olympics for thirty years. Did yeah. you hear that call? Yeah, George. I, I did. I heard about an hour and a half ago. Share? Yes, yes, I did. Okay. The only way we know this isn't a one-off incident is the mother told us that. Unless I missed something, the only way we know this is a, a, a pattern of abuse is the victim's mother, which leads me yes. to back to the Special Olympics guys. He said, this didn't happen for six years without anybody knowing about it. But yet there's only been one incident referred to court. What in God's name went on in second grade, first grade? If this is even half true, I want the attorney general in, in Ohio to put all these people that were in those schools on trial for criminal negligence. We have to take a pause here. Something is wrong. This, this is, it couldn't have happened the way it's been said. And, no, and they only had one trial in court, and they had video and this and that. Where was his mother when she was in second grade? Where was the mother when uh, he would? Why now did this just happen? I have another question. Did she try to get coin out of these people? I haven't heard that yet. And I just say this, this something doesn't, something's not right here. Something is wrong. Yeah, things may not necessarily be adding up there, Steve. Uh, I understand the point or the greater point you're trying to make. And thanks. Thanks very much for the call. Uh, do you think that this was a pattern of behavior that people tried to continually chalk up, Andy, to youthful negligence, idiocy, ignorance, and, hey, you know, kids do bad things sometimes. You know, hey, some kids uh, some kids may throw wood chips at another kid. Some kids may steal someone's lunch. And some kids may abuse a handicapped child and use lots of words you would never, ever, ever, ever want to hear in your life, let alone come from the mouths of your own children, towards a disabled person. Yeah, I, I think we'd be surprised. You, you brought up Aaron Hernandez earlier mm -hmm. and like, how could they? Have, oh, my God. Well, I think a lot of draft picks have red flags and baggage from their life. Mm -hmm. They don't all turn out to be murderers. Just like I think there's a lot of kids. I mean, just think of how many kids there are in all these schools. There are issues every day. Like sure. that's what, no thank you to being a principal or administrator dealing with all this crap. How would you like to, in the day and age of heightened sensitivity, cancel culture, and more, have to be a public school psychologist, fifth grade, te sixth grade teacher when kids, when hormones factor in and they turn around and then things start to get weird, yep. like principal. No. It's, so I think they impossible. deal with this all the time. Yeah. To say they were criminally negligent, I don't know that. It's possible. I mean, it's a lot like in the in the criminal justice system when you see repeat offenders. How is that guy on the street allowed to drive drunk again or abuse a woman again? Well, it happens a lot, right? Like there, unfortunately, the society we live in, there are uh, offenders that offend over and over again. They're given second, third, fourth chances. They the the prisons are overloaded, so we don't we can't kick every kid out of school, right? Like there's like laws. You have to educate kids. They have to right. be in the schools. So I just think to say like everybody from second grade to eighth grade should be criminally prosecuted. I, Walk a mile in their shoes. I think the things that they see. Now, I'm not defending nope. them either. Like, they may have brushed things under the rug because mm -hmm. they didn't want to blow it up. Hell, I'm guessing Mitchell Miller was a good hockey player that whole time. Pee wee, Whoops. like little. Hey. That may have been a, a factor here. I have no idea. Um, so, there's a lot of layers to this, but we know it happened. Mm -hmm. Like, no one has. I would argue if Mitchell Miller firmly believes this was a one off incident. That you need to push back against the narrative that's out there, right? If you want, and the Bruins can help you. We have done our due diligence. I we want, firmly he, believe this was a one-off in a bathroom. He did a terrible thing, but no, he actually and admitted. He's learned for, and he's learned right. from it. And he, here are the things he's done. Here are the programs well, we have. He's done in. nothing, so forget that. You right. can't do that. Nothing. But he he admitted, from what I've read in in court letters that are sealed, 
he admitted to using the N-word and other words for the totality of their elementary school and the bullying in the long term. It's just now when he's trying to cover it up that he refers to it as the incident. The un- I believe he also caused, used the word at one point, inconvenience that I brought to their family. Inconvenience? Inconvenience? Inconvenience is like, you know, you were late, like, or you parked in their parking spot, or you, like... Not you bullied their special needs how kid about if you and were pla- used how- racist, racist terms. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe there was a, uh, an aggressive check on the ice and you hurt the kid and the ki- family had to cancel a vacation because you broke his ribs or right. something like that. That's an inconvenience to the family. This Still was torturous bullying this was over torture. years. Uh, one more call before the break. Alice is in Beverly. Good afternoon, Alice. Oh, hi, guys. I, I really am sick, too, because... Um, well, I listen to you. All I ever do is listen to WEEI. When I woke up this morning and heard this on, I said, haven't we been doing this all week with all kinds of things where people are speaking out like John Sweeney without thinking? I mean, are they idiots or what, what, what are they on that they that they don't have feelings about kindness? And because I love the Bruins and I and like you said, Paris. Uh, you know, Bergeron, they're not, they're not those people. And I would be like walking off the ice and saying, I want no part of this organization. I work at a school Well, right now I don't, but um, my nephew has, he's nonverbal autistic. So I have lots of feelings about this, but I was also the school nurse at the school in Lexington for kids that have, they're all, the whole school is special needs. And, we didn't even let one kid who had special needs bully another kid. Right. It was like it was not called for. It isn't like, you know, they're not pets. It's not, oh, my blood pressure is really so high. But you know what I want to do? I don't want to spend all my energy being angry and yelling and screaming. I'm already starting to figure out, and I'd like you guys to help us. What can we do as fans, as as people that are proud to be um, Boston fans, what can we do as individuals instead of just saying, well, it's the Bruins problem? It's a, it's a, it's a problem for all of us that it gets to this point. We need to stop mm-hmm. and think about how are we bringing up our kids? How are these things happening? And so I want to, you know, I already do like, help with special special Olympics right. and stuff. But I feel like I need to do more. We need to make sure that we're bringing our kids up right so this doesn't happen again because it really is serious. Yes, I agree with you, Allison. Thank you for the time and for the call. And people like yourself are already doing enough. And the responsibility or the cleanup in aisle Sweeney because of this does not fall at your doorstep. It is not your responsibility. It should be the responsibility of grown adults who should know better or who should be able to read the room and understand what the public relations and morality backlash of something like this should be. The text line, which I just had a quick uh, glance uh, over, if you will, uh, during the back half of Alice's call, uh, on fuego, dare I say. Yeah. Um, in different directions. In a, million different di- yeah. in a million different directions. More people are emboldened to say, oh, the guy doesn't get a second chance. He makes one mistake. More people Everyone say that on text. a second chance. I haven't had a lot of callers that are willing to voice that. It put their name and their voice not, to that. First opinion. of all, to a texter in the 774, I'm not, quote, throwing other people's kids into this. This is an example I happen to be related to from years of friendship and from volunteer service myself. And it makes me sick to think that somebody's favorite team happens to be the one who does that, and that she happens to have some sort of, uh, if you will, superficial relation in this equation. But 781 right here, and I'll go to break on this. This, is, this, is, this, this, just, this just kills me. Guys, as the father of a nonverbal autistic son, the only sport my son has ever stopped to watch has been hockey, and specifically the Bruins. It has been one of the few things we get to enjoy together, and now I have to question my fandom. Miller, Sweeney, and Neely need to go away. Was it worth it? Nope. Was it worth it, Bruins? Well, they needed a, a minor league defenseman who the commissioner will never let play in the NHL. 617-779-7937 is the number. It's Fitzy and Hart. We'll be back with more of your calls. Second hour of the show, we'll talk a little football, getting you ready for Colts at Pats tomorrow. WEI. We are right back to Fitzy and Hart. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. I'm up, homie, you up, but if God got us, then we go be all right. 
cosign to what my co-host said just a little bit earlier. If you go to MassLive.com, Matt Vitor has a piece on the Boston Bruins signing of Mitchell Miller. Headline, Bruin signing Mitchell Miller tarnishes team's culture. Terrific. Terrific. Uh, I'll tweet that out as well. That's a good read. And, of course, there's excellent coverage at weei.com as well. Back to the phones we go. Ryan's in the truck. He'd like to weigh in on the Mitchell Miller issue with the Boston Bruins. Hello, Ryan. Hey. Yeah, so clearly we all know this guy sucks. But my point is the announcement came on a Friday afternoon. So, like, example, in my job, I've literally been yelled at for dropping a piece of bad news uh, to my teammates on a Friday because it just reeks of trying to sneak something through. I think it just shows they knew they were hiring this parasite and it was wrong and exposes them as a horrible front office, completely tone deaf and insulting, and uh, they should be fired by Monday. Clear it out. Uh, I mean, how sleazy can you get? Yeah, you're not the first person to suggest that this could be a fireable offense for Don Sweeney and Cam Neely. Uh, which I think is such a dramatic turn. I don't know if it's accurate, first of all. But if you're if you've been an anti Sweeney or a you know get this guy out of there, you know, I mean, with a start like this, it's hard to think anybody. He should have been taking victory laps, not screwing it up. Yeah, right. Although I I do go back to him pointing upwards and saying him. I wasn't the final decision on this. So Cam Neely, Jacobs, Jacobs, somebody like they there there's some blood quote unquote on their hands as well here. Ben in Rhode Island. Hello, Ben. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Hanging in there, my guy. How about you? So uh, my son is seven years old. He has a developmental delay where he's, uh, by all testing, he's about two years delayed from where he should be at developmentally. Um, And, you know, when I first heard this story uh, break this morning, it was, okay, you know, like, I, I, it was only one incident at first. And then I'm like, okay, it was one, one bad decision by a kid who was like 12, 13. But then you start hearing where this was a pattern of things that happened over the course of, of time, you know, when, when this, when Isaiah was in second grade and all the way through middle school, my son's in second grade right now. And it, it literally pains me to think of him getting bullied because he has special needs from the second grade to the eighth grade and then being physically assaulted. Um, you know, I, I, I feel for his parents because I'm in their shoes. Um, and, and quite frankly, I, I, I would want blood um, because there's no excuse for that. Um, by the time you're that, that old, you should know right from wrong. Um, and and it, it just, like I said, it, it pains me to hear that, um, this was a pattern and something that was was something that was okay in this person's eyes for um, far too long. And like the previous caller just said, you know, hey, we're going to drop this news on a Friday. Like we're trying to sweep it under the rug. Like they knew what they were doing was 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 controversial at best. Um, and they were trying to say, okay, how is this going to, how can we damage PR the least by dropping it on a Friday afternoon? Like, you know, show some stones, you know, you're like Cam Neely, you're Don Sweeney, you guys were both hockey players, the blue collar of the blue collar, like man up, realize that you guys messed up on this situation and sit there and, and, and take your medicine, so to speak. You made your bed lie in it now. And, and, and as a diehard Bruins fan, and, and I'm, I'm so thankful that my wife is currently deployed with the National Guard and, uh, you know, isn't seeing this story because we're both diehard Bruins fans, and this would bring her to tears. Mm. And, and I'm just so thankful that she doesn't have to see this story because this is, in, in, in my eyes, you know, uh, it, there's no excuse. Ben, I'm sorry. uh that you even have to think about it this way, that it may potentially have tarnished your fandom. Thank your wife for her service, and uh, God bless and good luck with everything you and your family are going through. And, Andy, it is just unthinkable to me that we have created a vent line for angry Bruins fans who are upset at ownership, who have now completely taken their eyes off of and taken their minds away from the hot start to this team. Ten and one, best start in franchise history, Hottest team in the NHL, 
in Boston, maybe in all of American sports. And here we are on a Saturday talking about this absolute public relations disaster. I don't know whether I should say this or not, but I thought a texter said it best and nailed it yesterday. Um, as a radio station, can we be honest, we don't talk Bruins as much as Patriots, Red Sox, Celtics. They're the fourth topic on the yes. station. Mm-hmm. And a texter said, you know when the Bruins are dominating the discussion for hours on end on WEEI, Don Sweeney really effed up. <laughs> and I was like, yep, you nailed it. Like, this is not a Bruins story. This is not a sports story. This is a humanity story, a human interest story. You have, that's not the first call that references tears in their eyes. And I know some of us are prone to roll your eye. Oh, you really that were No, no, I, this is a topic where, this isn't like, I'm going to burn my jersey because you let Adam Vinatieri go or something. This is this is actually connecting with people on an emotional level. Okay. On a I can't help but level. wonder if there wouldn't be like, you know, are we going to be like if if this kid is still with the team in a couple of days, are we going to be talking oh, about gone. like Lester Holt talking about this on the nightly news? Or? He well, and I'm also waiting for the next layer of Stephen A. Give Steve. I mean Stephen A. Smith, Bomani Jones, um, the, uh, Rob Parker, anyone, Nick Wright, anyone who has loved giving Boston sports the business. On yeah, any of the their cable TV yeah, access right. sports hot take shows. Just wait for Monday morning. Yes, I know. We have to catch it, a break and that flip light the just hour. Went off. I, I think know. that means you're yep, supposed see, to go to a break. I saw it. Yes. No, we didn't just score a goal. It's time for a break. No, we're six, not talking goals today. Six one seven. Our goal is to get to 3 o'clock as quickly and as productively <laughs> and pleasantly and even professionally as possible. 617-779-7937 is the number. More on this plus some Colts and Patriots talk to get you ready for the game tomorrow. 1 o'clock at the Razor. This is Fitzy and Hart on WEI. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.